You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa, right here on LA Talk Radio. Hi, this is Ilona Europa, Accent On on LA Talk Radio. Accent On, London edition. So today I'm welcoming back to our studio, our guest, hopefully people remember you very, very well, Jerzy Gregorek. Hi! Hi everyone, thank you for having me. And you are in San Francisco, yes? Right, it's very sunny, beautiful here. Well, no smoke, so it's good. All is nice and clean. Ah, so we are in London, it's raining and sunny and warm and cold, everything in one day. So it's very unusual weather, but uh, we love it here. So great, we have two continents talking to us via Zoom. So I'm very, very excited to again talk to you. And today is our third meeting and we will be treating you as our expert, expert on the topic of happy body, happy and healthy life and lifestyle. I know you have so much to teach us. So I think I will just ask you first question. How did you uh, come to develop the happy body? If we can remind a little bit uh, from our past show for people who first time tune in to our show. Oh, it was a process. It happened in the 90s when I coached Taekwondo um, fighters in uh, North Hollywood Gold Gem. So they wanted something that would improve the strength and speed and, and the endurance and all the powers. And, and they wanted one training, they wanted 30 minutes and no more. So I said, it cannot be just done because you, don't, you want on endurance and you want power and you want flexibility, you want the strength, how we can put everything together. But, um, they said, well, you try, you, you, you are good in many things, so maybe you can come up with something. Well, so I did uh, put together a program that kind of uh, like it is the happy body. But um, when we engage uh, the, the exercise system, it was very uh, fast and, and paced and without the breathing patterns that I included later on. And because of... Uh, uh, very uh, aggressive uh, progress for af athletes. That system would not work for uh, people uh, because people want uh, something that would help them to live normal, regular life and help them that with, uh, with living a good life, skillful life until 90s and 100, but not to be a champion. Yes. So um, I, uh, I thought that we would need to change some things around that program. And we included the breathing patterns that would help people to gain muscle as well and calm them and prevent injuries and include microprogression. So that opened the happy body and eventually um, led to create the uh, the ideal body weight and the strength and then all the calculations and numbers around speed, especially in 2002 when I visited Melbourne and uh, watched Charlie Henderson, weightlifter that was eight years old, and 
he uh, showed how um, how you could be 80 years old and be fantastic. And so for me, that was impossible what I, I, I've seen in there. And so um, I thought about that and I just said, well, if 80 year, year old can be so great, well, why not we uh, could be as well? So I uh, finished the happy body numbers and, and uh, standards according to Charlie. And now uh, all of it is working in numbers and became the science. Now the happy body is uh, really uh, scientifically created. So anybody can take the happy body book and create this wonderful uh, way of living for themselves. And uh, since it is science, since it is numbers, it can be checked and it, anybody can take this book and create, create the plan and the progress and then uh, check if it works or not. So because of that, uh, when it actually works, because it works, liberate people and help them to really find a way how to create that system for themselves without anybody else and without the vagueness that it is in the world today and uh, offering and, and, and you know uh, telling people that they can do something but without any numbers. So numbers are uh, really uh, liberation and, and science is behind the happy body. And uh, I, I, even I, you know, after 20 years, really uh, when I do the happy body, I find the tightnesses and pains and all this stuff that helps me to release. And I'm amazed about that the happy body was created and it helps me to, to live uh, a better life. So we can purchase your book on Amazon. And yeah. uh, of course, people can visit your website too if they would like to know a little bit more know you more they can also go to archive of LHOC radio uh, accent on which we had our two uh, interviews already so people will know more about you tonight i would like to ask you a question questions that I also i ask you to give it to me because i really really want to follow your logic and so i think people also uh, appreciate that so you told me that this month's topic is what is enough. That's three words, but I also received from you beautiful explanation. So I already am educated on this topic. Please explain us. What do you mean by that? How does it apply to the happy body? What is enough? Well, enough is very. Um you know, a uh, difficult uh, <laughs> word to actually create for yourself in, in life. Why is it so much? Because uh, enough, uh, it means that you learn not to do too much and not to do too little. So when I, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it, it's very simple, but um, very complex when we actually engage in, in a craft. It is the essential part, enough is the essential part of any progress. So when I uh, coach uh, car racers uh, and Billy, uh, when I talked to Billy, it was a car racer and then Baja Thousand racer. And he uh, 
I explained him enough and then he said, well, I understand that from my perspective. He said, when I drive too fast, my tires are spinning. So I, I am doing too fast. When I slow down, my tires are catching up. But if I uh, drive too slowly, then I will never win. So I have to be constantly between too much and not uh, and and to not too slow, and that helps me to be in this enough. I say, yeah, you got it. So that that kind of uh, uh, enough. We need to find that anywhere, and the happy body finds that enough in food. How much food we should eat, right? And since the happy body is uh, science, then approaches enough scientifically it means that everybody can figure out you know how much the person should eat to gain weight lose weight sustain weight and it's science it's not the happy but it's not a diet it is food control so of course when it's a food control and finding enough there are other aspects that are coming showing up like our aspect of acceptance and an aspect of self-control which is well. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other issue, because, you know, uh, if you know, doesn't mean that you will be able to do it. And even if you know enough, this is the first element of progress to know enough. Uh, once you know enough, this is the science. And now the next one. All right. I know enough. Then what's next? Next is a plan, probably. Right. And manifestation of what you want in life. Very, very good. But, you know, um, obviously, all of us think that if I can only understand that I, the enough for me is what you agree and your book agree also, because what I think without reading and talking to you, what is enough for me, uh, maybe will be completely different what you want to explain to me in our book. So, the plan that you are saying, that's something very, very important. We practically cannot do anything uh, without plan. Nothing in life practically is happening by accident. And sometimes we hate accidents, you know, when they happen. So I think having the plan, having some type of the order and be prepared to go with you, because that's what you will be teaching us how we can just follow your logic, follow your plan. So what we can do, don't, uh, don't most people just need to just, like you said, eat less. That's, <laughs> oh, you know, is that enough? Or, you know, what do you say enough? I'm still hungry uh, or I love food or I love to be surrounded by people. And uh, when I'm sad, I'm eating, I'm eating. When I watch TV, I'm munching. Uh, and why I cannot do this is so pleasurable. And why this additional little of something already will make me going off my track, off my plan? And can I little bit lie and cheat? All of that is human nature. Some people are very, very strict. I think some people can follow better plan than other people. So how we can find a small plan, start maybe small, but knowing that we can adjust slowly and then by seeing small results, bigger results, maybe we will be better for ourselves and we'll be follow what you are saying. Have the plan, stick with it, and we'll see what's happened. So please, why do we need a plan? Don't uh, people just 
need to eat less and exercise more. That's another thing. Everybody said, doctor says, you go say, please, please count, you know, count your calories and just exercise. And this exercise already makes us tired. This word exercise is a negative, I think, word that people don't want to hear anymore. So how we can rebuild all these things in our minds so it's not so sad. Well, you're, yeah, you're right but that, uh, that, you know, the enough is complex and, and it is uh, also perspective. It depends mm -hmm. uh, who is saying and um, how we are saying this, right? And what we um, believe enough is. And uh, we thought about, about this long time, you know, when we put ideal body weight in, and projected that the standard of um, body weight. And we didn't came out with that standard out of nowhere. We uh, really look into thousands of athletes, but also not only athletes, research, what the research is saying about longevity. And research is very clear on longevity that, uh, um, you know, certain body weight uh, lives long and a certain body weight lives uh, a lot of shorter. You know, probably about 40%. Uh, research shows that uh, skinny rats or mice or monkeys live 40% uh, uh, longer. All right, okay, then um, blue zones. Blue zones is uh, the places like Okinawa uh, and, uh, and uh, Sardinia and some places in, in the world that people live 100, 110 years. And, and then there are certain places that uh, cultures in the world that develop this uh, way of coping with um, overeating or not eating too much. And uh, we today probably can look into France and, and Japan, and they are two different uh, ways, cultures that develop uh, food control without really food control. So um, in France, people eat slowly, and little and slowly. And then uh, they can take a small piece of cake, whatever it is, and then spend an hour or two hours eating it and having coffee or tea. In Japan, we have uh, uh, Hara boo that 80% full, and Japanese develop the sensitivity when they are 80% full, they can stop. Okay, so we, in France, we have slowly and in Japan, we have sensitivity when we actually 80% full, we can actually stop. And actually they were able to do it. Now we're coming back to Americans. We are, uh, we are not uh, eating slowly and we are not uh, developing sensitivity to stop at 80%. So uh, in my opinion, the Americans need a knowing diet. So that's why I call the happy body that uh, developing certain science around, okay, I need that, whether I eat fast that or slowly, it really doesn't matter. So but the numbers are really needed. So the happy body uh, shows everyone, okay, this is what you need. And then if you eat that, you will gain weight and you will gain so much weight. Or you eat this and you sustain the body weight, or you need, or you eat this one, then you will be able to lose weight and how much. So all scientifically created with all numbers. 
But that is just the beginning of, okay, we have the numbers and you can always, you know, if you're 150 pounds, but according to the happy body, you should be 120, but you can be 130, 140, and using the happy body, you can arrive wherever you want to be and set up the, this number that you really like or you believe that is your number. Okay, that's not a problem. The problem is how to create the science around it so you actually can uh, self-control and control it and knowing, knowing that it is. The first, okay, we know what we're supposed to be and now the plan. We create the plan and that is the science around it. Well, the next step is really, like you said, that is very hard, the life is happening to us, and we have certain believing system around uh, what is pleasure, what is not, and why we do uh, uh, things or not. And, and we live life and we you know, all want to live life of pleasure and happiness. So the philosophy has to be created around that so we could change our believing system, what is good, what is good for us. And once we find this goodness, what is good, we can develop philosophy behind to accept that as a new thing. And usually this is a hard choice for us to accept that uh, we need to save $100, let's say uh, a month to have after 43 years, good retirement. Mm -hmm. All right, well, very clear. You know, the plan is set and now can we go through? Right. So first, we need to know really why we are doing this very in depth. Why, uh, why uh, is the idea, by the way, why are numbers around food? Why this food and not that food? Why exercise and not too much exercise? All of this somehow has to be put together into philosophy that helps us to accept that. And when we have acceptance, build up acceptance, in, in with the help of philosophy, we can go to the next step and start building the grit. It's like building the drive inside of us to actually manifest that. And that is well put in our a book, I got this, this is the book. And then uh, in this book, there are uh, 12 weeks of philosophy, lectures, poetry, that actually have to develop that mindset or mind style, what we call, to uh, accept what is hard for us, but is good for us. So, you know, the wisdom of, of uh, here is uh, to uh, fall in love with something that we don't like, but is good for us. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, a trick, it's a trick in life, right? Yes, exactly. Because you know, it gives us the pleasure right away. We deep inside know that if we overeat sweets, if we overeat carbs, or we are sitting doing nothing, we know that we are hurting ourselves. And we say that tastes good. But you say we need to reprogram our way of thinking saying that sometimes even when we are angry because we really are against doing the right 
things to our body. We need to find a love towards our body to just saying that, okay, it's like a child. You need to feed the right things. You cannot really do something that your baby will be hurt. So why not my body will be treated differently? I need to really eventually take responsibility for my own decision and what I want to put in my body that in a way we know, but we don't want to admit yeah. that we are that sometimes, Yeah, sometimes this acceptance comes from different levels, right? Yeah. That, and then how we talk to people, you know, some people uh, like the perspective that, okay, this is a good body and I will, I like it and I will get it, right? And others like philosophy around, but others also like spirituality behind it. So, okay, uh, what is enough, you know, to eat and be spiritual, you know? So, you know, um, the, um, the, the question here is whether if you eat too much, right? And you're getting bigger, uh, how you can be the same spiritual and care for the planet. So that uh, issue is uh, at stake. And then that issue is not different from Socrates' issue, you know, when he said, eat to live, not live to eat, mm-hmm. 2,500 years ago. But it's really, uh, all of it is really hard and very sensitive. Uh, we um, get very upset when uh, we t- that somebody talks to us about food and, and food control. And, and, but the, <clears throat> how we, <clears throat> sorry, how we talk about this is, is important. You know, when we expose uh, the goodness around that, I uh, remember that I had this uh, a client who was religious. And then I talk about eating and uh, eating enough and what it means for the planet, for people, civilization. So and, it's a bigger picture. So it's not only about us. Now we are talking about uh, human race, that we together, if we start thinking this way, that we don't need to overeat, we don't need to probably kill too many uh, animals, we can just create a world, better place. If we start thinking this way, why am I doing to myself and to the planet? On the other hand, that's completely uh, just popped up in my head. Is this only our responsibility? Or do you think that all the doctors, everybody who is really in the food industry and they really are putting so much money into commercials, uh, buy this, buy this food, buy that. We know that this is not good for us really, but we are buying because we saw on TV or somewhere here. Is this really only our you think, responsibility? Or we have a lot of people above us who just claim that something is good for us and deeply inside is all about money is not really because so much sugar we know it the cereal the children how can you say no you know to to to, to your daughter who loves sweet cereal and always healthy start morning with this uh, you know it's just no it's not so they teach us from the from childhood to make wrong decision for us so it's tiring to fight not only our own needs and wants, but also giving to our children the right advice, because now it's not only about us, it's also about our children. I know you have a beautiful, wonderful daughter. I know that she's together with your wife uh, in a book, and I know your family probably is doing 
the same as a family and make the right choices. So I wouldn't want to be, like I say, a little bit, don't be angry what I'm saying, people who try to listen to us and say again about picking right things and this is not easy. Pick up the book, that's the first step. start, I think it's very important to go. And you showed us your new book, the, the beautiful big one, Yellow, could I see again? And you call this book, what is the name of the book? I got this. I got, I got this, yeah, the art of, of getting grip. So, and I love because you, like you said, it's not only about giving people advice or telling them what to do or just giving the philosophy around what you want people to do better. It's just also you have your poetry, you have your certain way of life. So, I, I think it's very, very you in a way. And look at you, we see you, <laughs> you're looking great. You are really, really doing uh, what you are preaching. Again, I will say it and works for so many clients of yours and you had so many happy, happy clients. So we are trusting, we are trusting, we are in your hands right now. So we are talking about plan we are talking about plan. We are talking about enough when it comes to food. What about exercise? When doctors say, you need exercise, do 10,000 steps a day, uh, you know, do 30 minutes, do one hour. It's like, who has time for that? And it's already not easy, I will say. And sometimes you exercise and you don't lose weight at all. So it's even double negative. I'm listening, I'm trying, I'm doing the best, I'm working. Maybe I eat too much, you know, it's everything needs to be balanced. That's what you are saying. So how the plan needs to also include exercise that is enough for us to maybe see results and feel better. Well, since you um, uh, before uh, mentioned about, you know, um, others. Yeah. Uh, I would like to uh, um, say some words about that. The, the happy body is a personal uh, system. So the happy body is not a blame. So uh, it is really about a person and improving yourself for better planet, but not telling others how they should do and whatever. So there's no, uh, the happy body is not about complaining or being sarcastic or blaming others and so on. But it is about really your own um, self-realization, your own own uh, growth. And through that, we believe that uh, the world will be a better place if you're really becoming a better human, better person. So if you do, then if you have more self-control, then of course you will, uh, the planet will get better because of that. And, and if, if that is the, the way that, you know, I believe that is the only way that we can make the planet a better place where actually uh, people will start really controlling themselves instead of telling others to control themselves. So it's- Very nice, very nice set, I like that. So uh, we, um, uh, I more focus to be example of what I do and not telling people what to do. So uh, that's <laughs> the plan of course, it is for uh, everyone to, to take and it's the same thing. It is up to you to do it or not. And then our teaching is always creating that uh, for the person uh, power within, for that person to make choices on themselves 
so those choices can uh, come from within instead of being projected on. So that uh, that's what I would like to say about this personal uh, development instead of you know whatever the world is. You know, I think that we are, uh, if we really want to help the world, we start really with ourselves and, and becoming the master of ourselves without blaming on controlling because we uh, we are really losing the power of ourselves if we do, because if we start blaming sugar component that they make sugar, that doesn't have sense because, you know, we are weaker because of that. And uh, we cannot, we will wait until they stop producing sugar, which is really logical. But logical is if I don't want to eat sugar, I will not buy sugar. End of the story, right? If we could create that power within a person and return the person to uh, themselves, to inside, to make choices, make good choices, Wow, that would be incredible. Yeah, that's a beautiful, and that's what we can find in your book. So thank you again for that and coming back that this is our decision. We need to decide it's time for change. And uh, yeah, we have you, we yeah. have time, we have your book. So let's talk about- Exercise. Exercise, yeah. yes, because exercise uh, for health, for entertainment, for better body, why do we need exercise? Why exercise is so important? And sometimes we are failing, if not most of the time. Yeah, most of the time the exercise is really used to wear people out and not really uh, deliver pleasure. So um, the food actually is only one sustainable pleasure for our, for our life, you know, from the beginning to the end, maybe at the end, you know, we lose the appetite, but most of the time, you know, in our life, we love food, I love food. But it doesn't mean that uh, I have to eat more than I need, right? But I can enjoy the food as it is, right? And what is enough? I can create that in my mind, mind style and my, uh, my way of thinking. So the pleasure is uh, important to have. So exercise becomes this uh, the pleasure that we should have. You know, the, when you imagine athletes, all athletes really like what they do and it's very pleasurable actually to do what they do. It is not really chore, but uh, the whole fitness system teaches us to, uh, to, work, to wear us out, to do, you know, one hour treadmill or even more and then... Uh, and those classes and classes and a lot of those. And, and the harder we do, the better it is. No, that's not really the way to go. The way to go is to find the, the within the exercise, the pleasure, not to be worn out, but calmer, stronger, faster, and without being uh, worn out, without being tired, exhausted. And, you know, those things uh, we need to figure out how we can figure out how much really uh, to lift and how often to lift. And that's why we have in the happy body, 30 minutes a day is enough. You don't need two hours. Okay, well, okay, I want to lose weight. So I want two hours, right? And others are saying, if it's two hours, then I will lose weight. Okay, let's approach it from scientific point of view and why people actually, you know, 
exercise two, three hours a day, and they don't lose weight, even though they want to lose weight. So let's say your metabolic rate is 100, 1,500 calories, right? 1,500 calories, and then you start with that. In order to lose you know, uh, a pound a week, uh, you would need to eat 1,000 calories and not 1,500. Okay, it's a negative. It has to happen whether you run exercise or not. So um, let's say you decide to run now, you know, one hour and burn, you know, uh, two hours and burn maybe uh, 500 calories. And now your metabolic rate is 2000. But you now, you need to eat 1500 calories in order to, uh, to lose a pound. Is it going to happen? And here is a trap because the more you exercise, the more appetite increases and harder to control actually the food. We end up to eat 2000 calories or 2500 calories and we are going, gaining weight instead of losing weight. So again, it's a science and we cannot escape the calories because the calories are science. It's the calories are in numbers and we are organic. So it means we have food. We store food on our body. We use that food later on. So it all can be calculated. But as soon as we exercise more, we are wearing ourselves out. We are losing the muscle and we want to eat more. And that is a vicious cycle that leads to uh, also wearing out the joints, uh, having pains, having problems. And I had so many clients that taught aerobic yoga and you know, other you know, uh, Pilates. And they usually come when they are about 44 years old. And when they actually can stop being able to control their body weight by increasing exercise. Because at this point, the body cannot recover anymore, getting uh, sorenesses, getting injuries, getting pains. And it's a vicious cycle because they want to eat certain way, but <clears throat> sorry, but at the same time, uh, they cannot exercise anymore as much as they used to. So they are trapped. So the happy body comes in and say, okay, we need 30 minutes, only 30 minutes a day. You do it with mindfulness, with singularity of the brain, creating calmness. That will help you to increase the flexibility, the strength, mobility, good posture. All of it is inside and will, you will gain the muscle. You will get that. Now, you need to go into the food and you need to learn how much of food you need for that wholeness. So you create the goodness in your life. You create pleasure everywhere and you can function that way. So it requires a little bit of uh, thinking process, simplicity, and acceptance of the nature. And if we, of, of course, because aging happens as well, it's a lot of other elements, but the happy body will give you all these numbers. And then once you have these numbers, then you, uh, then you can uh, be exposed to philosophy that can help you to accept these numbers as really true and good and that 
that can lead to manifestation of a really good life without pain, with pleasure, with happiness, and achieve what you really want, which, you know, everybody wants to have a, you know, strong and capable body, happy body, right? Who doesn't? Everybody wants. But it's just we, we have the mind that is working, uh, is deconstructive, is working against our, our desires, our, our manifestation that we'd like to create in life. So a lot of people, especially after 40s, yes, uh, when they come to you or when they start looking in the mirror, say, yeah, 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 I'm getting older and I don't like the changes and they have pains, they have some sicknesses. Do you think through exercise and eating enough, we can reverse certain health problems? Uh, can this be really like in your book also pointed that, okay, if you have arthritis, if you have posture wrong, if you have back pains, if you just have, you know, joint pain, this is also related to what you eat and how you exercise. You mentioned a moment ago that sometimes when you over-exercise, you will be hurting and probably you can be hurt for longer, much, much longer. So how, how we can believe that by taking away certain food, eating enough, exercising 30 minutes a day, be mindful of exercise, trying to calm our body, we also will add the flexibility maybe to our body and maybe certain aches, especially the back pains, everybody, so many people complain. I don't have these problems, I have, I have another problems, but you know, after 40, we start going down, down, down and it's a lot of health problem. And then you go to doctor and another pill, you know, they prescribe another pill or they say, like I said before, exercise one hour a day, walk 10,000 steps, some people have problem with knees. They cannot walk, or maybe they're supposed to walk one day, you know, but it's really tough. I like the idea of your of 30 minutes. I like that you also include the mindfulness of it. I like that we need to somehow find the exercise moment to make us happy instead of getting, getting angry that we need to do that. So, and with the food, like you mentioned, I just love that the both together is not about not eating at all. It's about looking to your book, finding the numbers, finding where you are happy with, how your weight you would love to have in logic way. So you are excited about your plan also. So you said the 30 minutes, you said, be mindful of how you exist and give people hope and tell them, because I know through your life what I'm going with it, you had it, problems in your life with your body, you know, and you were achieving amazing, amazing success when, as a sports person, as a, a weightlifting, you know, you were just amazing what you were achieving, but you were not also in a perfect health way. So we can reverse and be better after reading your book and trying to better ourselves. Well, you know, if you uh, become more flexible, you're better, right? If you get stronger, you're better. If you get more mobile, you're better, right? If you um, have enough exercise, 
you also will stop being tired or exhausted. So you, <laughs> here is the enough again. Well, the a lot of people I see they are uh, when they come to me, they are tired, they are exhausted. Yes, and you know they don't know where it's coming from. Yes, and a lot of um, you know athletes in fifty sixes, you know the horse riders or you know runners, swimmers come with the same problem. They are tired. It's just let's look from the perspective of being tired, not even in pain, but just being tired. Yes. They are tired. And so uh, I help them to understand recovery and how much you can put on the body uh, stress that the body recovers from it completely at the next day. So for the next day, when you wake up, you should feel good, right? So that is the way of happy body living. But if you wake up next day and then you feel, <laughs> you feel foggy, you feel uh, tired, you feel exhausted, that's not a good life. No. So to find that balance, really, how the microprogression works you know, uh, for you and that whether you can restore flexibility of the full squat or restore the posture and... Uh, and that could happen to you within, you know, two years or five years, then that is in the happy body clear that you can do that. You can do those things. And uh, you can understand recovery system. If you, don't if you don't understand recovery system, it doesn't matter where you are. You can be 20s and then you are pole vaulter and if you don't understand the recovery system, you will never break records because you will be tired. You will be exhausted. You'll be overtrained. And it's just overtrained, right? It's not even in pain yet. So recovery is important here. And talk about recovery is important. So if you understand recovery and you take the happy body, you create this plan for yourself. And then if you feel tired next day, you start adjusting this for less lifting in order to recover the intensity that you are putting on yourself during these 30 minutes, really important. But during also this 30 minutes day by day in a year or two, you, you will improve your strength, you will improve your recovery, you improve those things. So it will change too, your recovery will be better so you can lift more. And you will be next day, of course, uh, recovered, right? And you will be waking up ready to go and conquer the day. Okay, from that being, uh, talk about in, being tired or exhausted or, um, or not feeling good uh, with low energy, right? That is the one side. The other side is people have pains already. When people... People who have pains that we uh, teach them how to limit yourself, how to find limitations of pain, how far to squat, let's say, to the chair, right? So let's say uh, if you have a chair and you, you will be squatting, how far you squat to? It's like uh, I have the chair, let's say you squat down. And then when you squat down, you feel pain in the knees or in the hips. So we teach people to squat only to that level. They don't have this pain. Oh, wow. and, then, and then when they 
uh, find this limitation of pain and start working with this limitation. And then they squat on it to that level, let's say 22 inches. And they keep doing this on a daily basis for a week or two. And then suddenly they don't feel any pain. Then they lower that chair to uh, about, you know, one centimeter. And then they have a little bit pain, but not much. Then they go another two weeks, let's say in three weeks, the pain disappears there. And then they lower again and lower again and lower again. And within two years, let's say they recover completely mobility, the pain is gone and they can function. They can surf, they can ski, whatever they, whatever they want. The same happens. So this is, you know, the pains. And then the posture, people are really uh, have bad posture, right? The, the spine is already bridged. They look like this, right? And then uh, they walk like this, the hips are back, and then the thoracic spine is bridged and like this. So that, there are a lot of arches in the, in the happy body. They're also over, overhead squats that helps to work with this spine that, you know, arches, and then how to re restore the spine back so the arms are vertical. So they are not like this, but like that, right? So, and the head is not like this, but returns. So usually uh, people, uh, when they do the happy body for a, a year or two, they are taller an inch or two. <laughs> Why does it happen? Because once, once you sit like this, right, then, then you have the neck is aligned with the body. But once the body is aged, it's like this. Yeah. So you can see that already I lost the height, right? So from here, we need to restore the body to this, right? Beautiful. But that's why there are exercises in the body to really make it happen. Oh. So the, this this neck is not forward, right? And the neck is not compressed here because as soon as my sternum goes down, I go down like this with the head down. So I have to lift the head to see ahead of myself. And that's how the aging of the posture happens. Beautiful. And then in order to restore it, we have to restore that sternum that can go up and then we return the head straight and then we have a line posture and then we are really um surprised that we are one inch or two inches oh, taller suddenly right <laughs> how many clients our clients went to a doctor and said wow you are you know one inch taller <laughs> one, one and a half inch taller how did it happen well, showed how it happened, right? This is gold, what you are giving to us. So I would love to continue because you are giving now, uh, now to us certain explanation of small, tiny, maybe exercises, or maybe you are pointing us into maybe trying to improve your posture, maybe release some pains here and there. You are mentioning again, that this is process is not one week, two weeks, three weeks, it's step, small, 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 small steps, but eventually we are working on improvement or recovery. That's a beautiful, beautiful way of explanation and seeing you and your body, you know, showing us how we really look and how we're supposed to 
come back to the position that we were maybe five, seven years uh, younger, uh, is a beautiful way of talking uh, to us and people who are watching us on Facebook and on Instagram, they are luckier because they also see you presenting with your body, you know, what really we can do and how we can improve ourselves. So for today, we are going around 50 minutes. So I just cannot ever stop you shorter. And I'm very excited to, to give it to our listeners all around the world, uh, you know, and talk about uh, the way how you want us to improve our lifestyle, be having the happy body, but make our own decisions and to better yourself that that's what needs to come with him. And your book for sure will give us a plan and will give us a logic behind science and also philosophy that you're living by, your family is by, your clients is by. And also hopefully people will be excited to go and check you out again, Jerzy Gregorek has beautiful website. So we will post all the links again uh, on archives on Electric Radio and also on um, our social media for people to just click and go and learn more. Go to YouTube, check you out. You, you really are present in so many wonderful ways. But for today, I need to say goodbye. Now the show is almost over. And I'm hoping that we will have a chance to talk to you in the near future. You please, please tell me when you are free to talk more and I want to see the samples and I love how you explain how to recover because we want the recovery. If we have some problems, we need to take a time and we need to understand why it takes a time, but for sure, slower and slower, we'll feel better and better. So you are our magician, you are our guru, you are our <laughs> expert. So today we were talking to our expert, Jerzy Gregorek on the topic of happy body, happy, healthy life. And you are making us younger, healthier, stronger, and probably less depressed and for sure less tired. That's what we want to feel better tomorrow. So thank you so much. I'm sending you a lot of hugs from London and till next time. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Accent On with Alona Europa right here on LA Talk Radio.